Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the International House of Pancakes. May I take your order? Yes, I'd like some Brazilian falafel waffles and some... No, this isn't the International House of Pancakes, but today's show is going to feel very international. And here's why. Um, I'm going to be talking about bucket lists, okay? I found an article in a newspaper about the 20 most desirable bucket list places to visit on planet Earth. And uh, and I started to read it, and I started to think, okay, I'll talk about it for 10 or 12 minutes. And this thing got so crazy, it turned out that I have been to many of these bucket list places. And just so you know, the whole show today is about bucket lick. I'm saying bucket lick. Yuck. Bucket list places. So it's a very international flair today's show. We're going to be talking about places all over the world, many of which I have been to and visited. And I hope you find it interesting and stimulating. And I hope at the end of the day, it encourages you to get out into the world. Let's see what happens. I think, uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a different show today, but it's always different, right? Because this is, ladies and gentlemen, the Harland Highway. Sit down, strap in, and tighten your diaper. Come here, baby. You're about to go down the Harland Highway. No! No! I didn't bargain for this. Oh, yes, you did. Chicka, chicka, chow, chicka, chicka, chow, man, baby. And the creature from out of space. Please don't stop. I got a mean and ugly face. Magnificent performance. This is the Harland Highway. I hate you. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> what do you say we get down to business? Okay, here we go. This, this is interesting. This is very interesting to me. I was I was reading through the uh, you know a digital newspaper recently. It's weird to be you know it's just, while I'm on this point I have not picked up a physical newspaper in so long. I can't remember the last time I held a physical newspaper in my hand, which I think is an amazing thing because when you think of all the trillions and trillions and tons of paper that's used for physical newspaper. I, I hope they're completely obliterated soon. I, I hope that they stop printing them. I hope they stop cutting down trees. I hope they stop. I mean, I know there's a nostalgia. It's like, oh, I love to sit by the fire and crinkle through the old newspaper. And yeah, but it's, it's, it's not necessary, you know? That's like saying, well, we're not going to turn our heater on in our house when we can go out on the lawn and light a campfire. It's like, it, it's just, you're, you're, you're harming the environment. So I love it that I haven't picked it. Because I used to buy newspapers all the time. And the fact that I haven't done it, it feels good. But anyways, I'm looking through a digital newspaper. And uh, they have this story about, uh, you know, a bucket list. What's on your bucket list? And I was like, ooh, I like this. This will give me some ideas, you know, to, to do things before I die. You know, that's what a bucket list is. You do things 
before you die or you, you they're, they're like dream dream trips or dream things or objectives or scenarios and so uh, I looked and they had 20 things on the bucket list and uh, and so I thought I'd go through it and see if I could get some ideas and something strange happened as I went through the bucket list so let's go through it together and I can tell you kind of how things got strange for me okay here we go um Here's the headline. Every traveler has a list of dream trips they'd like to take in their lifetime. Um, and users of this, uh, of, of this, or readers of this newspaper have turned in all their bucket list uh, ideas, and they've made a list of 20. And at number one, it says, see the northern lights up close. And there's a picture of a tent in the middle of nowhere, at night with the northern lights overhead. And I went, oh, well, I've done that. I used to be like a, a forest ranger, and I've, I've camped. I've camped out, uh, you know, in the middle of nowhere under the northern lights. I've laid and, and laid on my back and watched them. And I even remember one time it was, it was really amazing because, you know, I was in such a remote area that these northern lights were sensitive to sound and when me and the guys I would with would clap or yell the the lights would dance they would react to the sound waves I guess if that's even possible and I, some scientists listening may may go no way dude but I'm telling you that's what happened like they would be just kind of dormant and then we would yell and and the and the uh, northern lights would like flutter they they would they would move and and react to our, our sounds. And I remember once I was on the, on the shores of Lake Superior, the biggest freshwater lake in the world. You know, that's way up there. And I was laying on the shore uh, at night watching, um, watching the northern lights, laying on my back, staring up at them. And one of the most beautiful things, two giant moose started walking down the beach. And they, they walked right past me. They thought I was, they, they didn't know because I was just laying there still. So for all they knew, I was a piece of driftwood or a log. And so I'm, I'm laying there going, whoa, I hope, I hope they don't kind of catch on and they get mad and they start stomping me and charging me and stuff. So that was really exciting. So, so uh, these two moose walked by and then they walked down to the water and started drinking and so I had, I've had quite the, uh, the Northern Lights experience. Beautiful, if you can see them. So now I'm going to go on to uh, slide number two. And uh, there it is. It says, visit the Eiffel Tower in Paris, France. Guess what? Done it. Done it. So there's number two on my bucket list. And, and just so you know, funny story, I went there in 1990. They had the they had the numbers 1990 right up on the Eiffel Tower, like lit up. It was so cool. I was there for New Year's Eve, and I went with my buddy. I was living in Germany at the time, and I drove over to Paris with my buddy Bob. And uh, you've heard me talk about it. I always retire my footwear in unusual places. That once my shoes or boots wear out, I like to leave them in a in a uh, worthy place 
because they were my travel partners. So what I did is I went, when I got to Paris, we found a hardware store. I bought a tube of crazy glue. I, I was wearing my worn out cowboy boots. I brought my new cowboy boots and we went up the Eiffel Tower. I had my new cowboy boots hidden under my coat, under my arm. And so I stood on the railing way up high on the Eiffel Tower. I carefully put crazy glue on each, the sole of each boot, stepped back down, let the glue set, and then I pulled my feet out of my cowboy boots into my new cowboy boots and left the old cowboy boots glued to the Eiffel Tower. I know, I'm not normal. And it was so funny because the boots were right near the edge and it looked like someone had leaned over to take a picture and fallen out of their boots. And it was really fun. Me and my buddy Bob were kind of hiding around one of the one of the pillars or poles. And we were watching and people instantly gathered around my cowboy boots, started taking pictures, and it became a new uh, tourist attraction. So fond memories of the Eiffel Tower. So now I go to slide three. It says, visit the Grand Canyon. That, number three, I've done it. I've been there. I went with my buddy Reg, my old college roommate. We were on a road trip going through uh, Arizona. We, 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 we did a road trip down Route 66. We did a little side trip to the Grand Canyon. And I hate to sound like an ass, but it is such an enormous place. We kind of stopped the car. We walked to the ledge. We looked at this massive canyon, beautiful, uh, just royal in its appearance, stunning. But you can only look at something so long. It, it's like going into an art gallery. How long do you stare at the Mona Lisa? And so we stood there for about five, six minutes, and we went, okay. And we watched. I sound like an asshole. But we walked, there was a little lodge, and they had a cafeteria, and our Toronto Blue Jays had made the playoffs that year. And so we, we stared at the Grand Canyon for five minutes and then went and watched a Toronto Blue Jays playoff baseball game in the lodge for like two hours. It was just ridiculous, but it's a stunning place. But, you know, it's so big, all you can do is look at it, unless you're willing to rock climb or go down into the belly of it or you know, explore it, it's almost too much to handle, but it's, it, it, it's another one on the bucket list. So here I go. Let's go to the next bucket list. Walk the beaches of Bora Bora. Okay, I haven't done that one. I haven't done Bora Bora. I don't even know where that is, but if it's naming itself twice, then it's got to be pretty good. Um. Maybe I have been there. I'll have to double check on that one. Okay, let's look it up on the internet. Here it is, Bora Bora. Oh, man, it's way over by, uh, like, it's like the other side of the world. It's like French Polynesia. It's on the other side of Australia near Fiji. But I have been to Fiji, so that's close. I've heard that, that, that the French Polynesian area of the world is a, is a rough place that can be tough. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I've heard from different travelers. You got to be careful over there. So I don't know if that one's on my bucket list, but it looks great. Let's go to the next one. The next one is go on, go on an African safari. Oh my God. I've done that like three, three or four times. 
one of the best things I've done in my life. I've I've gone I've done gone down into the Angorogora crater. I've I've done safari up into the uh, in Rwanda up into the mountains with the uh, the the uh, mountain gorillas. I've I've done uh, Victoria Falls. I've been in a few different places in Africa where I've just taken the Land Rover and spotted animals, and I've seen a lion take down a wildebeest and eat it. I've seen lions and hyenas eating things. I've seen leopards up in trees. I've been charged by a silverback gorilla. I've had herds of zebra and gazelle run past me. I've seen monkeys and baboons and snakes and hippopotamuses, crocodiles, cheetahs. I mean, unbelievable. So far in this list, if if I had to say the number one thing on my bucket list, I would say go on safari in Africa. It is... It is a mind blower. All right, what's the next one here? Here we go. See the Colosseum of Rome. Yes, I was in I was in Rome. I went to the Colosseum. I was there like I think about 2 years ago. Oh my god, stunning. The history in Rome, the Colosseum, it's where they fed the Christians to the lions. It's where the gladiators uh, killed each other. It's it's oh my god the history there. It, it's like the it's like the very first like uh, football arena, made of stone and granite. And a funny story. I got there, and I was only in Rome for one day. I was only there for one damn day. And I go down. I walk down to the Colosseum, and a three hour line just to get in the door. And I just knew with, with my day in Rome trying to see the other things and go to the other statues and go to all the historical spots. There's so much to see in Rome. You gotta go. I was uh, I, I, I didn't I, I was like I'm not gonna have time to go in the Colosseum and I really wanna go. And as I was standing there trying to figure out what to do, I saw a lady holding up an iPad with a family's name on it. It says the O Johnson family. Oh Johnson party of 15 over here and I was like there's my moment and I saw this family <laughs> shuffling towards this lady and I thought I could be an O. Johnson you know so like an ass wipe and I feel bad about this but it, you gotta respect that I was only there for one day I might never be back there in my life I I wandered in with the family and as they were walking through, I was like in the middle. And as, as we were walking through the guards, I could see the guards asking for their tickets. And I was like, I don't have a ticket. But what I do have is a bottle of Coke in my hand. So as I got right near the guards, I put the bottle of Coke up to my mouth, tilted my head back and closed my eyes and just kept walking as if I was drinking. And I thought the guard will probably just let me go through with the momentum because I'm not paying attention. I'm drinking my bottle of Coke and boom, I did it. So instead of waiting three hours in line, which I didn't have time to do, I went in immediately and I apologize for being that guy because I know it's obnoxious. But please understand that it was it was desperate times. But once I got inside the Coliseum, my God. That place takes your breath away. And in fact, it inspired me to write a short story. Um, I know you guys got to listen to my story about the garden hose. 
And you know what? Why don't I state it right now? I will share my short story that I wrote about the Coliseum with you coming up next. Why don't I work on that and try and get that to you guys in the next little bit? Another short story from yours truly. So, yes, let's go to the next bucket list picture here. The next, oh, the gondola in Venice, Italy. I have not done that. I have not been to Venice where you you take the boats through the, you get paddled through the channels of, of Venice where the city is sitting on water. Um, that looks interesting. I don't know how much I really want to like, like how, how long until you get bored of like canoeing through the streets. But it, it's definitely something if I had the chance to do it, I would. I have been to Italy uh, twice. Uh, unbelievable country. Stunning. Let's go to the next one. Ah, here we go. Next one. Party in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. Well, I have partied in Las Vegas plenty. Thank you very much. I mean, I've had some good times in Vegas, man. I won't go into my good times in Vegas. But let's just say they involved uh, models, hot models, and gambling money, and some drinky, and some late nights. And I've, I've performed there a lot. I've performed in a lot of the uh, casinos. I've done shows there. I've had a lot of fun in Las Vegas. So that one's off my bucket list. What's next? Next one, road trip across America. Yes, I am the king of road trips, man. I have road tripped all over America. I have I have gone all through the west, through the desert, through the mid part, through the south, through the through the north. I mean, I I haven't been in every single state, but I can assure you I've been in a lot of them. I have got some of my best memories are with road trips. I've 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 been in caves, I've been down rivers, I've made love to girlfriends in the middle of the road on an empty desert road. I've 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 been lost, I've been found, I've climbed rocks, I've walked through fields, I've stood in deserts. I I mean America has some of the best geography ever. I mean, you got to tour around in America. It is so freaking fun. And the way I do it is I don't make a plan. I don't, I don't, I don't like say, okay, today we're going here and here and here. Nope. I just, I just drive usually with a girl. I find I have a girlfriend or a girl because that's the most fun. I've done it with a few guy buddies, but that's fun too. But girls are more fun because, you know, you get to fool around, right? <laughs> Um, but just, just drive and drive till you get tired and then find a hotel when you get tired. Don't, don't plan it too much or it becomes too mechanical and it, it takes away from the spontaneity and take lots of pictures. Uh, here we go. Relax in the Bahamas. That's the next one. Yes. I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to the Turks and Caicos. I've been to the Dominican Republic. I've been to. I mean, not technically the Bahamas, some of them, but I've been to uh, Jamaica. I've been to, uh, you know, Bermuda. Been to Fiji, Hawaii. Now, I think the Turks and Caicos is the only one actually technically in the Bahamas. I'm not sure, but I've been to my fair share of Tahiti, to Fiji. 
tropical islands galore, man. So, uh, very cool. What's the next bucket list destination here? Snorkeling in the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I think I've done it two or three times. Uh, amazing place. Beautiful. I've, I've, I've swam around islands. I've dove down and, and, uh, touched those giant, giant clams. I've encountered sharks. I swam right into a big shark once. I've encountered sea turtles and eels and, and sea snakes. And, oh yes. As, as beautiful as the Great Barrier Reef is, there are even more spectacular places that I've snorkeled uh, in the world. Indonesia, Fiji, Tahiti. I mean, the Great Barrier Reef is great, but I've, I've been to better, to be honest. All right, let's the next one, Barcelona. Have not been to Barcelona. Um, so I guess I got to put that one on my, on my list. Uh, don't know much about Barcelona, but, uh, it's on the bucket list here. So have to try it. Uh, the great wall of China. Oh, I've not been there. You got me. That one's always been a curiosity. Although I've always wondered if it would get boring pretty quickly because it's like, it's a great wall. I think it's what 3000 miles long or something enormous. And it's like, how long do you walk it? How far do you go on it before you go, okay, it's kind of like walking down a road, right? It's like, okay, how far down this road do I want to go? But the historical, historical relevance, the, 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 the enormity of it, the, the, the manpower and the man hours that went into building it, I mean, it's, it's just fascinating. And I've never been to China, so that's definitely on the old bucket list. Let's see what's next here. The Leaning Tower of Pisa. Now, that's a famous landmark. That one reminds me sort of like the Grand Canyon. It's like you look at it, and then you go, now what? Okay, the building's crooked. I don't know if you can go in the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I don't think you can. I'm not sure. Maybe you can. If, if you can go in it, that's a different story. But it's like the, uh, the, the Colosseum in Rome was amazing because you could go in it. You could walk around in the Colosseum. But if you can't go into the building, like the Eiffel Tower, you could go up into it. But just to look at a building, I'm not sure. But, you know, like I said, I've been to Italy, so that's another one I could possibly do. Oh, my God, here we go. The next one, see the pyramids of Egypt. Unbelievable. I was at the pyramids of Egypt. I went there with my cousin, Kevin, and it was amazing. We, we, we got, we rented camels. We walked around in the desert. We walked around the pyramids. We went into the, the, there's one pyramid, the main one, the biggest one, and you're allowed to go in it. And as you know, there's tons of tourists and me and my cousin just got there on a lucky moment or day and we got to the tunnel. There's this little tunnel. You have to crouch down and walk underground to get to the middle of the pyramid where the tomb is. And for whatever glorious reason, there were no tourists at that moment. And me and my cousin got to sit in there for like 35 minutes alone, like nobody else. And we crawled through this little tunnel with, with flashlights and we, we got into the tomb and it was 
it was just as majestic and creepy and weird and ethereal and occultish and there's just a real vibe and an energy to those pyramids, man. And they are worth seeing. They are mystical. And me and my cousin just got to sit in the middle of the biggest one in the silence and absorb it and be in it and in this ancient tomb. Oh, my God. Stunning. So great, great bucket lister. Here's the next one. Visit the Taj Mahal of India. Yes, I was there. The Taj Mahal is stunning. It's made of marble. It was a, it was a tomb that, that a king or a prince built to commemorate his wife. I mean, this place is huge. And what's interesting is the Taj Mahal is, is this, you know, this, this gated off, fenced off area where the king lived. He made these tombs and surrounding the Taj Mahal is, is India proper where the neighborhoods are a little more decrepit and run down and, and don't have a ton of money. And, you know, the people are not doing as well as the Taj Mahal property is doing well. But a stunning place. I wandered around peacefully for hours. And sadly, one of the uh, oddest memories I have, for some reason, the Indian people, and I've observed it many times, have a real infinity for picking their noses in public. And I remember as I was taking pictures of the Taj Mahal, there was a man there with his family and he was just digging for gold up his nose. He was just like his half his finger was gone. And he was just stuffing it at no shame. It was like right in front of everyone, his kids, his wife. And I just thought, you know, I'm going to take pictures. And I just started snapping pictures. I got like 12 pictures of this guy with his half his fist up his nostril. But I digress. I mean, it's it's a beautiful, stunning place. And again, it's a place you can go in. You can walk the land. There's tons of land with fountains and landscaping. And you can go right into the tomb and touch it and be in it. So definitely put that on your bucket list. What's the next one here? We're almost done. This has gone on longer than I thought. But who knew there were, there were so many? The next one is float in the Dead Sea. Oh, my God. Yes, I've done it. My God, this bucket list. I floated in the Dead Sea. It is uncanny. As you know, the Dead Sea is somewhere between Jordan and Israel. It might even be within the boundaries of Israel. I forget, but I, I, I was in Israel, and I went drove out to the Dead Sea. And the salt content is so high in the Dead Sea that nothing lives there. No fish, no crabs, no anything. And it's so salty that you can't sink you literally just float like a piece of wood on top of water. And if you try to swim underwater, it's almost impossible because the salt is pushing you up. And it was just a really cool place. And what you do is when you're there, you you, you get all the clay. The, the bottom of the Dead Sea is this soft, mushy, dark clay. And you pull it up by the handful and you cake it all over your body and then go out on the beach and let it dry and then go back into the Dead Sea and wash it off, and it's supposed to be good for your skin and all that. So just uh, the Dead Sea's magical. All right, we got uh, three more here. Number 18, go to the Sydney Opera House. Yes, I've been to the Sydney Opera House. Sydney, a beautiful city in Australia. Went to the Opera House. 
It's a magnificent uh, architectural structure. You can go inside it. I did not see a show at the Sydney Opera House, but it's right on the harbor, and you can you can stand there and look out at the city and the boats, and uh, just beautiful. All right, let's go to the next one, 19. Explore the Louvre in Paris. Yes, I went to the Louvre in Paris when I was there. So much to see in Paris. Paris is probably one of my favorite cities on the planet. Just the history, the feeling, the restaurants, the vibe. I'm telling you, take a girlfriend and spend a week in Paris, man. It is it is a magical place. And let's go to our very last one, number 20. Enjoy a summer holiday in Santorini, which I believe is in Greece. It looks like it's one of those uh, little villas on the Greek Isle. I think it's in Greece. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, I have not been to Santorini. I have not. I have been to Greece. I've been to Athens. I've been to all over Greece. But I didn't get out to any of the little little Greek islands, which I hear is the best part of going to Greece. Wow. So there you go, gang. Holy smokes. I spent almost half an hour on this. I can't believe it. I don't even know if you stayed with me, but I feel blessed. I feel blessed that I've been to all these. Like, I think I was at 90, 80% of all these bucket list places. Holy smokes. But let me tell you something, okay? I This this is part of, you're probably going, well, how, why? How did you do it? You know, You know how and why I did it? When I was young, when I was a young lad coming out of college, I realized that the world was a big place and had lots and lots to offer, okay? And I also realized that a lot of human beings get contained. A lot of a lot of us in life we end up, you know, kind of living in our environments, living in our cities, living in our states, maybe traveling around our own country, maybe going to a neighboring country, maybe going to one or two places in a lifetime. And that's fine if that's what you want to do. But myself, when I was young, I was like, man, this is my planet. This is my world. There's so many things to see and do and touch and experience in this world. And when I was very young, I said, I don't want it to pass me by. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to be one of those guys at the end of my days and goes, man, I wish I'd always gone to see the pyramids. I wish I had gone to see Africa. I wish I had gone to see Fiji. I wish I had gone to Australia. I'd and I, I don't I don't want to be I didn't want to be that guy. I didn't want the regrets. I was, I was like, you know what? I want to know my world. I want to experience my world because it is my world. It's your world. It's our world. And and it's it can be very easy and convenient to play it safe and stay in your own little comfort zone. And uh, and I think it's very important to get out and see the world and understand it and feel it and and be part of it. And I guess I guess in a way, when I do my podcast and I talk about worldly matters and I talk about politics and I talk about social items, you know, you got to remember, I'm I'm pulling into my conversation all the knowledge I've accumulated, all the things I've seen from rich countries to impoverished countries to politically sound countries to politically unstable countries i mean i've when i think about it now looking at this segment i've i've really been all around the world and i'm not even mentioning so many of the places i've been 
I mean, these are just the bucket list places. And in a way, part of me felt guilty. I went, well, am I privileged? Am I, am I, uh, am I better than anyone because I did this? And I, and I, I go, no. It's like the, this was a plan I made when I was very young. These are, these are hard-earned dollars that I earned and I spent to go there. I mean, you know, I didn't go there at the peak of my career to a lot of these places. I, a lot of these places I went to when I was struggling and, and just I wanted to see the world. I mean, I remember right out of college when I, I didn't have very much money at all. I went for three months to New Zealand, Fiji, and Australia. I spent three months just wandering and learning and touching. And and so uh, that's why, if you're wondering why I, I've been to so many places and done so many, it's because I wanted to. I made a, a point to do it, and, and I keep doing it. I try to do something every year where I go somewhere new that's part of my world. You want to know where I'm, I'm thinking of going this year? The Amazon. I've always wanted to take a boat cruise down the Amazon. How cool and enlightening would that be? So I'll report back to you. I'm, I'm trying to put it on the books for this year. And a lot of people think it's, it's problematic and it's scary and it's hard and it's a lot of footwork, but it's really not. You know, if you just type in online boat cruise on the Amazon or visit uh, Mount Everest or whatever you want, you, you really can put the pieces together really fast. And if you're willing to just take a single, like, rolly travel bag and get on a plane and go, suddenly you're there. And so I think a lot of people get it in their head that, that they're intimidated and it's too much work and it's scary and it's this and it's that. But it's really not. And once you do it, you're glad you did it. Once you do it, you're there and you're like, you, you, you know, you have that experience and you. So there's probably people listening that have done way more than I have. And there's probably people listening that have done them out the same and maybe some that have done nothing. So all I can say is, uh, you know, I encourage you to explore your world. It's your world. It's like it's like if you bought a house, would you only go in three of the rooms if there were 20 rooms? No. Well, the world is your house. So if you get a chance, maybe once a year or every two years or whatever you can afford, plan a trip. Go out and experience it because, believe me, some of the best things I've seen in my life have been in other countries and other places. It's good for the soul. It's nourishing. It's great to take in other cultures and learn and experience and absorb and understand and realize that everything's not the same as it is in America, that, that you know, every country offers their own greatness. And uh, it's fascinating. So you might want to create your own bucket list. But, boy, when I, I looked at this bucket list, I realized, you know, like I said, I, I, I made a point of doing this in my life. But I realized just how lucky I am that I've been healthy enough and had the wherewithal and and God rest, I've, I haven't had any bad incidents on any of my trips, no injuries or trouble or danger. Well, there's a few incidents, but nothing that resulted in anything horrible. Whew. So there you go. I, did not, I thought this would be a 10-minute segment, and I, I guess every time I looked at a new place on the bucket list, I had a fun story I wanted to share with you guys to go with it. So why don't we just call this the bucket lick list episode? And maybe you're like, you know, it was on my bucket list to not hear this. 
this episode, but too late. You've already heard it, and look at this. We're, we're out of time. I, I, I hope this was uh, engaging and you guys uh, like talking about these places. I, it sure brought back a lot of memories for me. And it's actually got me fired up to go somewhere else. I wonder if it fired you guys up. I wonder if any of you pavement pounders listening are like, you know what, damn it. This is my world. This I do want to see more. I do, I do want to go snorkeling underwater and, and swim with sea turtles. I do want to go inside the pyramids. I, I do want to walk on the Great Wall of China. I do want to see the Northern Lights. Do it, man. I encourage you. Try, do it. Life goes by very, very fast. Very fast. And I, I hope you... You 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 go you go experience some of this stuff. I think it'll 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 be very good and nurturing for you. So there you go. Um, wow, the bucket list. And I know there's probably someone listening right now saying, "Well, I'm going to go to Home Depot today, and I'm going to buy a steel bucket. Then I'm going to go to Lowe's, and I'm going to buy a plastic bucket." Then I'm going to go to Home Hardware and buy four more buckets. And this is all part of my bucket list, you see. No, it, that bucket list doesn't mean you get go and get collect buckets. Well, I'm going to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken when I get hungry and get a, a family bucket. No, you're not. That's not what a bucket list is, dummy. So, hey, safe travels and, uh, you know, the, the real journey that you should be grateful for, that, that you, you should reward yourself for, is your journey down the Harlan Highway. Of course. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, that's the number one journey you've been on. And if you survive that, you can survive anything. I'll tell you that much because it's crazy here. All right, let's wrap it up. Wow, I did not expect the, the uh, podcast to, to go this way, but... Uh, something different. Uh, hey, this weekend, North Carolina, Thursday, February 9th through the 12th, I will be at Charlie Goodnight's Great Comedy Club in North Carolina. Come on out and have some laughs with me. I've only been there once before. Great club, and uh, you don't want to miss it because I don't get over there that often. So if you're a fan of yours truly, D- Johnny Bucket List over here, um. You, you better get over there and see me because I don't know when I'll be back. And then uh, February 16th to the 18th, I'll be back in Washington, Spokane, Washington. Going to be great. Come on out and see me. And then uh, in March, March 2 through 4, I'll be in uh, Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, indeedy. I love it. So uh, great stuff happening. Um Please, uh, please, uh, you know, get your tickets. Go online, harlowilliams.com, and uh, you can buy your tickets right at my website under the uh, stand-up tour link. Also, while you're there, check out our store, the Harland, harlandwilliams.com uh, merch store. We have great gifts, T-shirts, artwork, CDs, DVDs, movies, music, all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, also, if you want to write to me, you can write to me at harlowilliams.com. Just click on the contact link, and I will read your email, I promise. If you want to phone me and leave a voicemail, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. Okay? 
So, guys, thank you for being here. It's a, it's not a small world after all. It's a big, big world after all. Get out and enjoy it. I urge you to book a trip. Go, go somewhere. Do something. Enjoy yourself. Take in every room in your house. And uh, get off the Harland Highway and go somewhere. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, please join our premium membership. Also, you can get the, the app for your phone. Just type the Harlan Highway in your phone app store, and you can listen to me wherever you go, wherever you are in the world. Imagine listening to the Harlan Highway inside the pyramids or on the Great Wall of China. Woohoo! I love it. All right, uh, that's it for today. We'll see you next time, and until then, a great big international dish of chicken. Chow mein, baby.